0: Welcome back, all you dedicated PNC agents out there. Welcome back to the insurance dudes. I'm your host, Craig Pretzinger. Super excited to have you here. And I'm gonna bring you a more heady episode of this podcast. And I'm I'm gonna invite you to keep your mind open and really, really think. I know that the first time that I heard some of this stuff, I, I got a little defensive and uh, struggled with it. So let's dive in a little bit here, but let me ask you first a question. What if I told you that you've been wearing the wrong hat all this time? How would that land? What if instead of being the boss of your business, you've been its most overworked employee? Is it possible? Do you work more than than all the the team? Think about that for a second. Are you shocked? Are you intrigued? Well, buckle up because today we're going to dive deep into the PNC agent's paradox thinking like an owner but living like an overworked employee by the end of this episode i promise you'll never look at your agency or your role in it the same ever again so let's dive in let's decode this dilemma together let's make it happen insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies how by uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are Agents. We are Insurance agents. Okay, so welcome back. I'm Craig Pretzinger. I'm going to be your host today. We're going to run through four different parts here uh, where we're going to dive into the specific paradox that many of us, in fact, almost all of us at one point or another may experience in our role as agency owner, right? Often people want to buy a business, but not necessarily do all of the work required to set it up so that they can then pull themselves out and let that thing operate like a business. So let's dive into the uh, PSC agent's perspective first. So for whatever reason, There is a mindset amongst the PNC agents that there's a level of pride associated with the number of hours worked. I used to have it myself. I used to say, boy, I'm the hardest worker. I work 16 hours a day, six, seven days a week. I I will respond. I'll answer your voicemail, whatever. Whatever. Give them the cell phone number. I remember being super pumped at the beginning. And this was a really prideful point, right? I can out hustle. I can outwork. I can, I can go go longer than everybody else. And, I, and I'm sure that this probably resonates with a lot of folks that are listening. If you're an agency owner, if you're a producer uh, and you're thinking about becoming an agency owner, this is probably something that's on your mind because you're probably one of the hardest sales producers, hardest working sales producers that, that make it happen. You put in more time, more hours. But again, getting back to that whole, the, the notion of smarter, not harder, let's talk about that, right? Let's take me in the beginning. When I first bought the agency, I was wearing every single hat. I was dealing with the hiring. I was dealing with the, the sales training. I was dealing with the business operations with everything, right? All of the things that we know, the marketing, the sales, all these things. And what happens is when we're doing this, we're acting A from a state of of fear, right? We, we want to control everything because we don't want anything to fall through the cracks. But what it does is it actually devalues us, right? It devalues us as the owner. And it takes away the notion of the business being an investment. This is something that we're going to touch on when we get to part three. So just put a bookmark in that and think about that for a second. But Think of the underlying fear of losing business that we may have, right? Somebody calls, they want to cancel. We spend a lot of time trying to save them. And then at the end of the day, if we really look back and think about that piece of business, it's probably a pretty low amount for the amount of time spent. But again, that fear of losing the business, right? We want to try to hold on to everything. We have a lot of pressure to grow. And many of us, for me especially, it was very challenging because I hadn't ever been a manager. I haven't hadn't ever had folks underneath me. I was a hunter. I worked in most all of the positions that I held prior. I was very uh, autonomous and able to just create my own income. This, what I didn't understand at the beginning was it created, if the systems and processes were put into place correctly, it would create the leverage that I wanted, that time leverage where I could have others hustle and I become more strategic. But at the beginning, and I hope if anybody has experienced this, that you're really keyed in on this, there's a lot of challenge with delegation, right? We're we're so concerned because we can do it best. I can sell better. I can market better. I can run the, the operation better. Well, maybe, and let's say definitely, why not say definitely, but does that free up time? Is that the point of a business, right? Are we thinking of the business as the vehicle, as an instrument of investment, right? Something to consider there. So let's break down the math. Let's think about somebody who is making $100,000. i thousand. i have worked with many agents, helped them cross this, this mindset threshold that they need to. And one that, that sticks out is a young lady by the name of Samantha. She was earning about 100000 a year, but she was working 16 hours a day, six days a week. And she was basically putting in about 50 weeks a year, was taking a two-week vacation, which I thought was pretty cool. Exceptional because look at the amount of time she was putting in. And of course, I think a lot of us have been in this spot, right? We're working 16 hours, we're we're using the we're answering emails on our phone, we're handling client issues 24-7. Because in our mind, this is great customer service. However, a couple of things. We're establishing a pattern where the client is expecting this kind of service all of a sudden, and then when we burn out and can't deliver now we're taking it away. And is it really moving the needle? By answering or responding to an email at midnight on Saturday, are we moving the needle? I would argue no. And if we're putting in 16 hours a day, like Samantha was, was, keyword, six days a week, 50, 50 weeks a year, let's do the math on that. She's effectively making $13 an hour. Now, you tell me, would you take a job anywhere for $13 an hour, right? Is anybody in your agency making $13 an hour? right? So why would we be making $13 an hour? This was a big aha for me. It really kind of put the wheels in motion, right? So let's think of the non-monetary things that could happen too, right? If we're working 16 hours a day, 50 days, 50... Six days a week, fifty weeks out of the year, there's going to be some strained relationships, right? Our, we're not seeing our family, our spouse or partner may not be happy with us, right? We're we're going to lose connection there, and when that unravels, when the home life unravels, then this unravels and it becomes unsustainable and falls apart. So we don't want that to happen, right? So don't overwork. We want to be smart. We want to work smart. So let's look at that business ownership dilemma. So what is being a business owner? I think that's an important, right? We have to define that. And I think that's somebody who has the opportunity to use a business as a mechanism to generate more income, right? The whole point of having the business is to generate more income and hopefully do it with less work, right? If you had a hundred, let's say you have a $100,000 and you could either invest it in a CD at two or 3%, you can invest it in the market and get 8% over time, averaged out, right? The market performance some, somewhere around 8%. You could do hard money loan and, and make 10%. And these are just examples, not anything I'm doing, but, but examples where you can have a business where what if the ROI on the business is 20%? Okay, so your net's 20% plus all the benefits of of having a business and and those deductions and write-offs and all those things. The point then of the business is that it is an investment vehicle. You would rather put any extra money into this thing because it's going to yield more than any other option. And you know that you're the one behind it, right? Like if we invest in a mutual fund, we're investing in hundreds of different companies that are all being run by people that we don't know. In this case, if we're doing it right and we have the right people, the right processes and the right systems put into place, then we're investing in the business and it's a mechanism to grow our own wealth versus the dilemma, right? What's what's kind of pitched to us is the notion of b- business ownership, but then they define the role of the all-encompassing employee, the one-man band who plays every instrument and plays all the drums, does everything, right? Is the conductor, is the player, does everything. Now, that is a far cry from business ownership. So we want to shift the mindset. And, and I noticed when I shifted and and looked at my business as the mechanism or vehicle to generate more wealth, then All of a sudden, everything started to come together because I found that I wasn't doing activities that were paying me $13 an hour, right? I was doing activities that focused on strategic long-term vision and growth. I'm going to handle marketing decisions that are going to impact quoting, which is going to impact how many sales the agents get. So that's the key, right? When we can get moved to that, the game changes, right? We've all heard it, working on the business, on in it, And that's what that is. We need to be working on the business. Otherwise, why even have the business, right? I could go work for somebody, probably produce enough to make 100000 work far less than 16 hours a day, and leave the place and forget about it, right? If your agency cannot run while you aren't there, then there's a problem. So right now, think about that. I'll give you an example. January, I got a stomach issue. Was blocked, had to go to the hospital, had emergency surgery. I was in the hospital for 10 days, never been in the hospital before, but in the hospital for 10 days. No problem. No problem at the agency. Now, 10 years ago, had this happened, I would have been losing my mind, right? I would have been in there on my computer calling when I could hardly even talk, and it would have been a nightmare. But that's what happens, right? Moving it from business operation to business ownership. So, Let's talk about some practical steps we could take, right? If you've any of this has connected with you, any of it has resonated, and you think that that you want to make that change, then here's what you could do, right? You could assess your situation: how many hours are you working, and what is your effective hourly rate? We've talked about doing a um, a work study where you where you write down every fifteen minutes what you're doing. It's tough. That's a tough one. But it is going to give you an idea of what's going on. However you do it, look at that effective hourly rate. And if you're, if you're not making $50, $100 bucks an hour, there's a problem, right? You can take those first steps. Look at how you delegate. A great way to do that is identify every single task and responsibility that gets done right now. What's happening in your agency? What are all the processes? Then eliminate any of them that aren't moving the needle. If it doesn't move the needle, get rid of it. Now you freed up time. Now, take whatever's left over, and if it isn't something that commands your hourly rate, then it must be delegated. But I can't afford to hire somebody. You can't afford not to hire somebody. That's the problem. We can't grow if we don't leverage out our time so that we now have more hours working for us every week, right? Ten employees let's say you have 10 employees I know that's a big number but but I'm old and the math will be much easier for me if you have 10 employees that's four hundred extra hours you've unlocked right that you can now delegate five of them would be half of that right two and a half would be half of that so let's think about ways that we could create the infrastructure build out below so If any of this has resonated, I really appreciate it. If you throw a a comment or a uh, review for the podcast, if you didn't like it, then just hit unsubscribe. If you did like it and you haven't subscribed, then please hit subscribe. And we really appreciate you listening. I would like to commend you on taking the step towards learning and working on your business, right? This is right here listening to me talk about this is in fact working on your business listen to one of jason's episodes the other day and it like it helped solidify some things that i already knew but really hadn't been doing so thank you to mr jason for that and thank you to all the insurance dudes and dunettes for always playing full out and looking towards ways to become a better business owner appreciate you take care